Hi everyone, I'm Daisy. And I'm Elsa. Welcome to our podcast. Advice of what not to do. Where we talk about our life experiences while you listen and learn from our mistakes of what you shouldn't do. P.S. No legal advice provided. This is for entertainment purposes only. So this is our, what, sixth episode? Seventh. Seventh episode of advice on what not to do. Or maybe eighth. (laughs) We'll see when we post this one. (laughs) I think this is our eighth episode. Anyway, today we're going to talk about, is it toxic? Okay, so what is the, um, our base question for the episode, Daisy? So what is toxic in relationships versus what is normal reactive behaviors? And guys, remember this is advice on what not to do. So we're not giving you guys advice. We're just talking about our mistakes. <laughs> our mistakes and our experiences on being toxic. Yes. All right. So what is toxic in a relationship for you, Daisy? Well, because we've talked to like, let me just give some background. Like we've talked about red flags and like, in a relationship or in guys dating when dating them mm-hmm. um and for me now it's like am I being toxic because I know we joke around with it but like for me to reflect on myself like am I actually being toxic yeah I feel you because I like to say I'm toxic ha 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 and then I'm like wait am I really am I really <laughs> yeah <laughs> um am I a red flag but so something about me is I I go a little like I don't know how to say. I guess I get a little clingy. <laughs> Something about me is I'm very cold. Well, I've been told I'm cold. Like so, like selfish? Selfish no, like, or like that I don't really show emotions when emotions like are supposed to be shown. Yeah, that sounds a little fria. Yeah. But I mean, my mom said I was like that since I was a kid, so. You've learned to repress your emotions. I don't know. This is who I am. Sounds toxic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think being clingy is toxic? I think to a certain extent. um, Look, I like to say being clingy is toxic because I'm not clingy. And when people are clingy with me, I like get overwhelmed. And I'm just like, it it overwhelms me. But some people like clingy. I like clingy. (laughs) Do you like it when people are clingy with you or... How do you feel when people are clinging with you? I I like the attention. Like I need attention. I crave it. Okay. Um you don't what for you what's the difference between like love bombing and being clingy? Well, cuz love bombing would happen first of all way too soon in a relationship. Like when you're just first getting to know someone, like no, I'm not going to be clingy cuz I don't know you like that. Um Daisy, are you clingy when you're just getting to know someone? I'm not. Really? I'm really not. The light detector test has proven that that is not true. Why do you think I'm clingy? Because whenever you've been like on dating apps, I've seen you be clingy within the first month. Okay, but that's because it's like a different type of clingy. It's not like I'm texting you all the time and I want to know where you're at. Kind of like, no. So what is it like? It's like... Oh, I like you. I want to get to know you. And, like, let's hang out. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can't make time for me and if you can't give me, like, attention, then that's not – we're not serious, I guess, at that point. 
yeah, I get that. Um, so when does cl- being clingy becomes being toxica? So that's what I want to know. Toxico. <laughs> or toxico. Or <laughs> toxico. Yes. I don't know, cause like. Okay, I oh, I I have it. okay. So I think that whenever you're being, like, not respecting somebody's boundaries, like me, I don't like it when people are all up in my business, and I see it as being toxicos when they're like not respecting my boundary of like, bro, like, can you stop texting me like twenty four seven? But then I also like it sometimes, so I don't know. Because luego I say I don't like it, and then I want it. <laughs> and I think that's me being toxica as well, because I can't figure out what I want. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But I mean, like, for me, it's not because, okay, like, let's take my friend into account that we're just friends, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been talking since, like, December. Like, sometimes we'll talk and just, like, text about random stuff, like, all day. And yet... I don't feel like that's him being clingy or he doesn't feel like that's me being clingy because when we don't talk, we can go without talking for like days. Well, yeah, but you no, how I don't think you're I think he's the one being toxic here because he's the one leading you on trying to talk to you all the time, telling you, hey, um, come sleep over at my place and then just like not doing anything. I don't think I'm being led on, though, if, I, if I'm if i not leading him on. like You were being led on in the beginning, I believe. At the beginning, I was definitely being led on, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal with him was. Is. Is. <laughs> well, now you guys are both in the same place, so y'all are both mutually. The Columbia guy, I think that's a toxic situation. Do you want to talk about how you were being toxic there, Daisy? <laughs> I was being toxic. I blocked him. <laughs> blocked him on, on Instagram. She did that. She blocked and unblocked <laughs> like probably five times within one week span. <laughs> he was like, "Why are you being weird?" Because <laughs> I'm like, "You're not giving me attention, and I need attention." <laughs> That's being toxica. I know, but like, we're not serious. So also, it's like I could care less. What he thinks. Maybe you were stressing him out, girl. I was stressing him out. He was stressing me out. But you were the one that was, like, uh, unblocking. If if a guy was doing that to me, like, blocking, unblocking, blocking, unblocking, saying, I don't like you, come back to me, that would stress me out. You're being toxic. Okay. Check. Toxic. Don't block and unblock someone. (laughs) (laughs) That is toxica girl habits. (laughs) Okay, what else? What else was toxica about that with him? I don't know. I think I think he was kind of making you be toxica by like saying sweet nothings to you. Exactly. So like it wasn't all your fault. I mean, like if you don't want a girl to act like that, guys, listen up. Don't be saying nice stuff to them. If you want her to just be a booty call, don't be trying to get her feelings involved. Exactly. So, like, you started off getting feelings involved. You're the one that starts saying this BS and, like, uh, I love you and, like, blah, blah, blah. And don't, then don't expect to turn around and be like, why are you acting like this? Exactly. So, you guys also are the ones to blame in our toxicness. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Wait, what was that, um... What was that meme 
that we put once on our Instagram, they get, you know, where they interview that pareja, the Mexican pareja, <laughs> and they were like, se ha- las mujeres nacen tóxicas o se hacen to- tóxicas. <laughs> we're like, nacen, nacen tóxicas. No, yo creo que se hacen. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> Because for me, okay, like, let, if you really dive into why I crave so much attention, you know why. Because of your childhood exactly, problems. Exactly, <laughs> What has therapy shown us? <laughs> what has therapy taught us? <laughs> exactly. So, like, part of it is, like, yeah, I, I'm self-aware of the issues that I have, but also, like, yeah. If I'm telling you, like, don't get my feelings involved and then you're just playing with me. Now I know better. Now I know better. Daisy, do you think I'm toxica? When? <laughs> I didn't have childhood problems. <laughs> we all have our own things to unpack, Elsa. <laughs> That's why I don't go to therapy. I'd rather deny, <laughs> not know, be ignorant. <laughs> I mean, like, what is something that you've done, maybe? In a, I mean, I think you're toxica. Just because, like, the fact that you keep going back to the same, like, comfortable place. Do you think that's toxic? Maybe he's toxico. I know he's toxico. By, by, like, coming back to the same comfortable place where I'm being, (coughs) I don't know. Tell me, I, I still don't understand my situation, Daisy. Maybe you can help me. I don't understand your situation. Anybody with any advice into Elsa's love life? <laughs> so I don't think I don't think I'm naturally toxica. I think I'm like very cool, like headed, maybe too much to where I make other people around me toxicos. I really think that's my issue. It it could be like that. Like maybe you just are not showing as much affection as you would want to. I've been told that I'm very cold and that because I, I asked this one guy, I was like, why is it that I feel like all my exes are, like, mean to me at the end of the relationship? Like, they don't like me. Like, why can't we just be friends? Or not friends, but, like, be okay with each other. Like, I see you at Walmart, it's like, hey, you know, why is it like, ugh, like, she ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> you go around breaking hearts. <laughs> and and they told me it's because you're so cold about everything that we we try to like bring out even like negative emotions out of you because like you don't get you don't have emotions but I have emotions right you do have emotions I just think it's it's different how you express yourself and and I kind of felt like that also with my ex-partner because I was so frustrated when he started getting very apathetic towards our relationship and towards my my own feelings that I started really, like, acting out and trying to get on his bad side. What do you mean? Like, purpose. Because he didn't care. Like, I just felt like he didn't care. You said he was getting empathetic. Empathetic. Oh, empathetic. I know, apathetic. Apathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the pathetics. (laughs) He was pathetic. No, he wasn't pathetic. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Where were we? ADHD problems. Apathetic, which means he just didn't care. <laughs> okay. and, and so then I would try to draw out any kind of reaction from him. Oh, girl, that's what they do to me? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what to do about that. Because, <laughs> okay, luego I like being with guys que, you know, have f- strong feelings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe to, like, overcome what I don't feel. 
<laughs> I just think that it, communication is key because if you're telling the person like you're communicating with them like there's nothing wrong with what you're doing I'm just not I'm I'm just like I'm feeling fine or I'm feeling happy like whatever you're feeling like just communicate that with them yeah I don't I'm not that great at communication I've been told I'm like I never got used to telling my parents where I was what I was doing what I was thinking why would I tell you and see for me that's like it seems like you're hiding something Oh, you're making me understand things. Because usually when guys tell me this stuff, I get defensive about it. Yeah. But coming from a friend, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, that's how I, I, I picture. And also porque soy bien desconfiada because of my experiences. Um, you know, I have that anxious attachment style. That oh, I yes. get, I get, And you have, like, the uh, opposite, like, the avoidant. Like, you avoid. That's true. Yeah, and we're and so when you're with someone when somebody that's avoidant is with someone that's very anxious like this kind of stuff just tends to go around in a cycle Ooh, see this is this is a good reason why we're friends because i'm anxious <laughs> <laughs> this way we don't ever have conflicts <laughs> but okay so so i guess i'm not toxic it's just everybody around me that is <laughs> That sounds very toxic. <laughs> uh, what else? Okay, hold on. <laughs> First, let's talk about jealousy. It just came to a, a, a great realization. realization about myself. Hold on, hold on. Pause. Okay, is jealousy toxic? Um, I, I don't know. It depends. Es igual. Like, nacen celosos o te hacen celosos. Well, for me, I, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the person that you're seeing. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like to say que no soy celosa, que soy posesiva. Mm, I, and I see the possession, like, me, me, me cae re mal, o sea. You know that one guy that I was going out with at the beginning? Um, so he told me that was, like, his only thing is possession. And he was like, you can't go out with other people, like, you can't see other people, yada, yada, yada. And for me, I was like, oh, who are you to be telling me? to not like when we're barely getting to know each other well yeah but i mean yeah whenever you're not like boyfriend girlfriend you can't be saying stuff and the and so but the thing is like when do you become boyfriend girlfriend after like a couple dates no no it's usually after like mi- maximum like three months mm. or minimum. minimum maximum minimum around the three month mark Okay, and, and see, like, we had not been talking for that long, and, and for me, that was, like, a major, like, red flag. Well, okay, so he told you that he didn't want you seeing other people, like, now, or if you guys were to become exclusive? Now, just even as, like, a like a gato de noche type arrangement. Yeah, he was being toxico. Yeah, but, and he was, like, very possessive, and there was other things that he did remember, and I was like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, um, I like to think it, yo soy posesiva, because I don't feel celos as in, like, tengo miedo de que me lo vayan a bajar or something. I feel, um, because I feel confident in myself, like, if you don't want to be with me, and you're going to be, like, talking to somebody else, then, like, yo no me pierdo nada. Like, that's your loss, you know? Um, but I do feel possessive as in, like, like, nobody can be, like, looking at you. 
I know. I feel like that too. Once, but again, like once you start dating someone or once you're starting like that boyfriend girlfriend thing, then that's when I'm like, uh, why are you looking at her? Or why are you liking these pictures on Instagram? Yeah, we're talking about that right now. Yeah, that that's the kind of jealousy I feel. So you're you're jealous, not possessive. I'm jealous, not possessive. Because I don't care if he goes out with his friends and like. I, I don't know. What's the difference? Um. Well, yeah. If you're all like, like, babe, you can't go out with your friends because, um, you know, you got to be with me all the time. Or if you go out with your friends, you got to take me with you or like, you know. That's possessive? <laughs> I like to play like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's possessive. That's, that's insecure. That's an insecure attachment? Attachment. I think that's jealousy. Yeah, for me, that's not jealousy. For me, jealousy is like, yeah, you have to give me a reason to be jealous. Like, if you're liking, if you're talking to someone on Instagram, whatever the case may be, and we're already together, like, there's no reason for that. That, that for me is jealousy. Okay, I agree. That is jealousy. So what is like, when, when do you think jealousy is going too far? I think jealousy is going too far when there's already some broken trust. What do you mean? Like, if I found out that you were talking to your ex or something along those lines, like, for me, that my trust is broken. But also, like, I don't know. Just, just when, when do you think that jealousy isn't, like, reason reasonable? It's being, like, toxica or toxico. Hmm. Is it whenever they don't, like, give you a reason to be like that? You're just making up scenarios in your head or something? Yeah, but I also don't feel like you can judge someone for, like, the... If... Oh, actually, you know what? I think it's toxical whenever, like, you have trust issues in yourself because of how, like, they've done you wrong in the past, like, somebody else, and then you bring that on to the next relationship you're in. I feel like I, I've always had trust issues, though, because of, like, especially in guys, because of what I was taught. Oh, yeah. I mean, that wasn't necessarily, like, un problema de un ex tuyo. That was just, um, childhood. Childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've been cheated on a number of times, but I still don't feel, like, jealousy much about people. Maybe I've become, I've become like, well, I feel like those people are not, I'm not with them anymore. He like, se la perdieron because of, you know, them being like that. And I think that's why I'm also cold and guarded because of, like, the way I've been done in the past. I'd rather not put myself in a vulnerable position again. That makes sense. And, and I think jealousy sometimes stems from that as well. Like, in my case... I can't say that a past, uh, like, an ex has cheated on me um, because technically, like, no, that hasn't happened. But I know that my ex has maybe cheated on someone else. So that's, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, so their past behaviors give you a reason to not 100% fully trust in them until, until like, way later. I mean, for, my, for me, like, way later in the relationship was like even after we were married I was still insecure yeah because they say like you can't be judging me based on my past but like the only reason way you can like kind of see the future is by what they've done in the past but I mean huh 
this is a, this is episode that has us like really thinking about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I had a thought and then it flew away. Bye, thought. <laughs> it flutters away into the air. <laughs> I'm going to read what I googled just real quick to see what Toxica was. So I also googled what que es Toxica and she realized she was Toxica. Did I though? <laughs> you just said I'm Toxica. A ver, well, let's see. Okay. No, you, you realized yourself. Uh, no, it's just I'm saying this that I think I might be Toxica, but I might not be. It was just what this last person that I like talked to told me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness. He like described me as the definition of Toxica. But maybe he was just manipulating me. Um, <laughs> he was probably being manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the toxica he was. Um, it says, Las personas toxican son personas cuyo comportamiento general un sentimiento, genera un sentimiento negativo o una emoción desagradable en los demás. Puede que a priori, priori parezcan personas positivas, pero en realidad su forma de ser y de interactuar con los demás genera malestar en aquellos que las rodean debido a, debido a su poder de la manipulación. So basically, translate that, Daisy. So basically, the, what it's saying is like a, a, a toxic person, their behavior generates uh, negative feelings and emotions in other people. And it can be that they look like from the outside, they look like positive people or prior to getting to know them, they seem like positive people. But in reality, they're, they, the way that they interact with other people um, is actually like hurting and manipulating other people. But I don't feel like you've manipulated anyone. I don't think I have either. But um, look, so this last person that <coughs> kind of talking to kind of you know it's just like talking to them mm-hmm. but we talked a lot um he said that i was he didn't say i was toxica he just literally told me that i am um that i'm not a good person and i hide behind my smile and i think that was very unfair for him to kind of make that judgment too because First of all, y'all don't even know each other like that. Like, he's barely known you for, what, like a couple weeks? So, how are you going to make that assumption and judge someone about that? And, like I said before, it's not like you were manipulating him at all. Like, if he wanted to talk to you, it was out of his own free will. He was manipulating me by trying to say I'm manipulative. Manipulative. That's like, he was trying to use reverse psychology. Yes. He wanted you to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I was being such a bad person. Yeah, and like at first, like I read that message and I was like, lol, haha, I mean, I stay. And then it kept me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. <laughs> Those are words. For me, so I'm, I'm realizing now, and I told my ex this, like I never, if if I told him, if I ever made you feel like in a negative way about yourself or about our relationship like I was truly sorry um because I know that in my own mental health like I was in a bad place and like I've come to terms with that and not trying to not be manipulative of our relationship and of him because I think at the end of the day I have like a lot of strings that I could pull if I like really wanted to and I've thought about those strings I've thought about like doing this or doing doing plan A, plan B, whatever. 
and I haven't done it because I'm like, if I do that, I know that that's going to be very bad and there's no reason in staying in a relationship with someone that you're going to be manipulating. Yeah. I mean, did you ever find yourself like going low in a, in a, like in the relationship and how, how did you feel afterwards? Going low, like in what sense? Like as in like manipulating or, you know, using something against him. I don't think I used some, well, yeah, when we were dating, maybe, um, because when we were dating, I, I would use against him, like, his own past, like we said before, like, and I would, like, kind of rub it in his face, like, you have this past, and I don't have this past, and, like, you, um, you made these mistakes, so I'm holding you accountable for, for that, kind of, even though it wasn't with me. It's like you were saying, I'm your karma. <laughs> I'm your karma. <laughs> and now. <laughs> no. It's like you you reap what you sow, and I am sowing. Or reaping. <laughs> and I'm reaping what you sowed. <laughs> Sown? Soon? Lo que cosiste. No, cosechaste. Cosechaste lo que sembraste. Anyways. <laughs> We don't know either language. <laughs> Je m'appelle. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I think, like the definition says, toxic people do act like they're like the most normal, reasonable person, and then they end up not being that. They have on like a mask uh, the whole time. So something that I, I did want to dig in a little further, like, besides my my own experience um but I also feel like a lot of my experience with I know that I've had toxic habits quote-unquote or or like been toxic in in my past relationship because um of my own mental health my ADHD my undiagnosed um depression and anxiety and etc and I feel like he was very very good at handling all of that um while we were together do you feel like your mental health ever, like, caused any of that? Let me think. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't even know if to think that. I don't know. I haven't, like, dug that deep in there. I do know that, like, what I, my struggle has been with is, like, it invested, like, in an argument instead of sticking through it and fighting through it. I just, like, run. I'd rather break up than have to deal with, like, what? Apathetic. Yeah. I turn, what that word is? Apathetic. Yeah, I become <laughs> that. <laughs> I, and I, ha- I have done the toxic cycle of breaking up, making up, breaking up, making up. And that that is definitely toxic. That, I think, has been the most toxic thing about you and your current situation. Ship. Person. Whatever. <laughs> As of right now. <laughs> As of right now. But she can get more toxic, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a joke. But yeah, I mean, I, I've called you out on that m- plenty of times. And I think that's one of the things that I told my ex also. Maybe maybe it was good or maybe it was bad. But like I, I, told, I told him and well, whoever I guess I would be in a serious relationship with 
Like, if we're going to be in a serious relationship, it's either on or it's off. There's no going back and forth. Girl, that's what I say every time I get into a relationship. But, like, the past has proven, I mean, even with my relationship in high school that was, like, mad long, I was, like, on and off for the last two years. And then in my marriage, I mean, it was an abusive situation, but, like, I left him two times before I actually, like, divorced him. Because I... I don't know if it's a toxic trick that I have or that I just give people too many chances. That's the thing. Like, I don't know what what the difference is. I think I feel you a little bit when it comes to, like, the marriage because I feel like with a marriage, you always want it to take it, like, one more. Like, let's try again one more time. Like, let's save our marriage. Let's do it for the kids, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a little different when it comes to a marriage versus when you're just, like, dating someone. But... Even if you're not married, if you're seriously committed to someone else, like, I, I don't think that there should be that much, like, back and forth. My issue is that after, like, I've been talking to someone, let's say, like, a year, I'm like, okay, I've invested one year into this relationship, and then we're gonna break up, and I'm like, do I really want to, like, meet somebody else and have to date all over again? Y como dice mi papá, a veces mejor es el mal, el Bien conocido, mal, bien conocido que el malo por conocer, something like that. <laughs> so I found this online um, from Very Well Minds, and it says people with mental illnesses such as bipolar disorder, major depression, or even depressive tendencies may be particularly susceptible <laughs> to toxic relationships since they are already sensitive to negative emotions. So just keep that in mind. If you're a listener um, and you're wondering, am I toxic <laughs> or am I in a toxic relationship? We're trying to figure that out ourselves right now at this very moment. <laughs> exactly why I'm looking online. Um, so, I mean, I thought that was interesting because, you know, I've been diagnosed with MDD, major depressive disorder. Um, and in the past, it was adjustment, anxiety, and also um more recently ADHD which a lot of those are like comorbidities so with that I take that a lot into account with like the kind of people that I'm talking to the kind of people that I let into my life um, even if it's not like in a serious relationship they're still affecting me one way or another I don't know and and then my issue is that I've, I guess I get to know somebody and then I just don't want to like meet somebody else so usually these are our conversations. We're like, yeah, um, our thoughts are all over the place. Okay, <laughs> next. <laughs> so we just decided to share this with everybody else. <laughs> so another something I found that says relationships that involve um, abuse are definitely classified as toxic, whether it's verbal or physical. Um, but there are also more subtle, more subtle signs of a toxic relationship, including you give more than you're getting, which makes you feel devalued and depleted, and that was definitely me and my prior relationship, uh, or both of us. You feel consistently disrespected or that your needs aren't being met. You feel a toll on your self-esteem over time. You feel unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, or attacked. You feel depressed, angry, or tired after speaking or being with the other person. You bring out the worst in each other. For example, your competitive friend brings out a spite-based competitive streak that is not enjoyable for you. And I, I'm going to stop here because, like, this can also be with friends, not just... And family. Really, friends and family, not just... Um, you're right, not just relationships. <clears throat> you, you are not your best self around the person. For example, they bring out the gossipy side of you. 
<laughs> or they seem to draw out a mean streak you don't normally have. You feel like you have to walk on eggshells around this person to keep them from becoming a target of their venom <clears throat> or to keep from you becoming a target. You spend a lot of time and emotional strength trying to cheer them up and you're always to blame. Um, so they turn things around. So you thought that they had done something wrong and suddenly it's your fault. This is why I sometimes don't even feel like trying in relationships once like they've already broken trust. It's because they just, like, bring out negative side of me that, you know, makes me become, like, kind of toxic in a way. Um, but it's just still something that I'm trying to overcome. Okay, on a positive note, some healthy behaviors are secure, loving, being positive, giving <laughs> giving to other people, um, selflessness, encouraging, uplifting, trustworthy, compassionate, and respectful. Which is what all I am. <laughs> I am all of this healthy behavior. <laughs> I'm not um, disrespectful or negative at all. Or jealous. Because jealousy is definitely a toxic behavior. I'm not jealous. I'm just possessive, like I said. <laughs> and that is not on the list. It's not. Possessive is still not in a healthy behavior. Positivity is a healthy behavior. <laughs> I'm positively possessive. <laughs> that's okay that's kind of sad okay anyway um would you say me and you have had a healthy relationship oh have I you know me and you like together as friends yeah I think so I think we're both like not confrontational which has really helped and then we also have Michelle our third best friend and I feel like between the three of us our dynamic has been very like stable like you know what I mean yes yes Yes. <laughs> I feel like at one point, like, because, like, each one of us, like, entre las tres, we've had, like, problems going on. And, like, there's always one of us that's doing good and, like, lifts up the other two. I, I can see that. Like, there's definitely, I feel like there's been a lot of times where I go, I've gone to Michelle also. Like, if I know you're going through something. I'm like, wait, let me just talk to Michelle about this. Um, or if I know Michelle's going through something, I'm like, wait, let me just talk to Elsa about this. Yes, that's why it's good that we're like a trio. <laughs> and she will come um, talk with us one day. Michelle, we miss you. She's like the one that grounds us. She's kind of like the mom. Yeah, she cooks for us when we're drunk. And she tells us like, she's she's gotten like mad at me a few times because of the way I am. And, like, I respect her for that. I think that even though, like, in our friendships, like, we um, have had, like, our distances um, and, like, times that maybe we haven't spoken for whatever reason, um, we come back together because we are respectful of each other. Like, at the end of the day, like, we want the best for each other. Yeah, like, I feel like Daisy's always been very supportive of our decisions. And then Michelle's always the one that, like, says it how it is. And then... I don't know what I am. <laughs> You're just what are you? <laughs> You're just like I, I'll vent to you, and you'll be like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like uh, you know we have a good balance because you're also like I'm here for you if you need anything. And I think we know that. Like, I remember going to confirm your pregnancy, and that was so sweet. It was stressful. I know it was stressful, but it was so sweet that I got to be there. Yeah, I mean, we've been through a lot, but this is an episode about toxicity, not about friendships, so. But we don't have, have you had a toxic friend before? Because I definitely have. Oh, I definitely have. Talk about that. 
I had a friend who I felt like everything was like a competition between me and her, like low key. But you know, a la cara, we would be like really nice and like uplifting each other. Really? Yes, I've had friends. I think I've had like a few of those. And then they end up like, I find out that they're talking really bad about me or like my last toxic friend, she like totally ditched me for a guy. It was pretty weird. And then she, I think she also had a crush on my ex-husband. So that was pretty weird. Yeah, that would, that would irk me. Um, I had a toxic friend and I mean, this was like probably back in high school and you know, the high school drama and whatnot, um, that like outed me quote unquote to like my family to her family like our families knew each other and she went and told like my personal business to to people and I did not appreciate that because it it turns into like gossip and you can't trust that person with like your own your own stuff you know definitely so don't be that friend don't be that boyfriend don't be that girlfriend don't be that friend friend at this point in our lives, it's better to just, like, less friends, but, like, good ones, than just keep people people around to keep them around. That's true. That's true. And sometimes it makes me wonder, like, I mean, I know, like, I have a handful of, like, true caring friends and everything, but uh, it just makes you wonder, like, the world around us. I don't know. Igual en relationships, mejor estar sola que mal acompañada. Or mejor estar mal acompañada que estar sola. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's better not to be talking to anybody and be like alone enjoying your own self than keep somebody around and them bringing you down and like making you do things or feel things that are not necessary. That's true. If a person brings in too many negative emotions, be it a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, who whoever you're talking to, a friend friend like just cut them out I, that's why I appreciate talking to like some of my friends because they're like Daisy you got this like just you know move on um I told one of my guy friends about that whole fiance situation you know and he was like girl just move on like you got this the, the next guy will be better whatever the struggle is when that toxic person is like your spouse and then it's like where do you stop that's true so are we toxic what was what, what was the consensus I was not toxic. And I was? <laughs> no, I think it depends on who. I think we both went toxic to, like, different people. I think in our marriages, we were not the toxic ones. <laughs> the way you say that. I know you in your marriage, you weren't the toxic one, but, you know, you stayed around a little longer than you should have. Yeah. We, we told her, don't get married. And I, and I followed somebody's bad advice which they told me, somebody very dear and close to my heart said, well, if the marriage doesn't work out, you can just get divorced. That's not a good way to think about it. And, you know, back when I was 20, I thought getting divorced was so easy. But when you're getting divorced to, like, a narcissist, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, maybe another episode on narcissism. But um, And I asked you recently, like, am I being a narcissist? Because, like, what's the difference between like being selfish and wanting like my own goals and my own things in life versus like being a narcissist I don't think you're being a narcissist because a narcissist would try to like make the other person's life miserable because they're feeling miserable even if you're feeling miserable right now which I'm not saying you are or you are or not whatever um you're not trying to bring him down with you 
That is true. That's why I mejor me alejo um, ahorita that I can still keep my head above water. Exactly. So I think you're just going through like your own stuff, but you're definitely not being like, um, like malvada towards anybody. That's good to know because as we know, I'm in the process. <laughs> it's about to get real. <laughs> I'm in the process of a separation and like a lot of it has been questioning myself. Like, did I do this right? Did I choose the right thing to do, et cetera, et cetera. I, what do you think about me? Have I been toxic? 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 Just like what I told you about, like, being on and off with someone or quote-unquote, like, leading them on, but I don't think that you've ever done anything, not with negative intentions. Try to be mysterious. Like, guys know, they they flaunt their mysteriousness because they know that as long as they stay mysterious, you can't be getting angry or yada yada if they're talking to other girls, like my friend. And see, the, like, that's why I play that game sometimes, too, and it really works. I know your game works. You've told me it works, and I've seen it in action. So she was like, just don't don't answer him. Just don't talk to him. Just ignore him. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she sometimes Daisy texts me. Oh, this may this might be toxic friendship problems. <laughs> sometimes Daisy texts me and she's like a <coughs> screenshot of like the text with the guy. And then I tell her how long to wait to respond and then what to respond. And then so he's <laughs> and so she does it and it works. <laughs> well, because I haven't like dated in so long, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know. I just guys are really easy to figure out. <laughs> but then you're also like when it comes to like more like naughty words and stuff, you're like Daisy, help me. I don't know how to be like this. Oh yeah, I'm not good at being naughty. I'm like a geek. <laughs> <laughs> In cambio, I just, like, I'm a dork, so... I mean, like, I'm a dork when it comes to that stuff, so I don't care about, like, being weird. No, Daisy knows how to sext. <laughs> don't say that in public. <laughs> she does. I don't. I'm like, I'm like a 12-year-old. <laughs> the way your voice got really low. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, thanks for listening in on this episode. Yay! Thank you. Uh, more episodes to come. Let's see what they're about. Smell you later. Stay toxic. (laughs) Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening in today. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by Servitax NC. That's Servitax, S-E-R-V-I-T-A-X-N-C.com. Thanks for tuning in this week to our podcast. Tune in each week to listen to a new episode of advice on what not to do. Muchas gracias. gracias.